Welcome to The Crossing, the sermon podcast from Washington National Cathedral. We're so glad you're with us, and we hope this week's episode gives you comfort and inspiration. Be sure to check out our other Crossing podcast, Tower Talks, where you can find untold stories from cathedral docents, volunteers, staff, and artists who have each helped make the cathedral into the national treasure we all love. And now, enjoy this week's sermon. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, this is the third week of gospel passages that are centered around the resurrected Jesus appearing to his friends and his disciples. On Easter Sunday, we read about Mary's encounter with the risen Jesus at the empty tomb. Last week, we read about the disciples in the upper room and Jesus' appearance first to them and then to Thomas. This week, Jesus appears again to his disciples and he even shares a meal with them. Now on Easter Day, Bishop Mary Ann reminded us that resurrection is a process, not something that happens all at once. And it's something, though, that often begins in darkness before the sun rises. Last week, Jan reminded us that the resurrected Jesus meets us in our lives wherever we are. And he brings with him hope and dispels our fears. This week, we are reminded that resurrection includes both the body and the soul. It incorporates all of who we are. In our lesson for today, Jesus appears again to his disciples, and again they're terrified to see him. And Jesus goes out of his way to assure them that he's not a ghost, that he's real flesh and blood. Touch me, he tells them. Look at my hands, look at my feet, see the holes there, see the wound in my side. When they're still disbelieving, he asks them for something to eat, and he shares in their meal of broiled fish as if to say, see, I'm really here. Ghosts don't get hungry. Ghosts don't eat dinner with friends. As Peter Marty wrote in the Christian Century, they handed him a broiled piece of fish and he chews and swallows it right then and there. If the disciples are looking for God to be some wispy spiritual being or philosophical concept or metaphor or ghost, what they get instead is the Lord of heaven and earth chewing on tilapia Galilea, end quote. This is an important point for us to note on this third Sunday of Easter. Too often we think of life after death as being purely spiritual, with the souls of the dead floating off to heaven. When in fact Jesus wants us to know that the resurrected life is very physical, that it includes not only the soul but the body as well. Truth be told, 
Here is one of the places where the influence of Greek philosophy has been quite detrimental to Christianity. You see, according to Plato and Aristotle and for the Platonists, the soul alone is immortal. And it is imprisoned in the materiality of the body. Therefore, the goal of the spiritual life is to deny the desires of the flesh in order to free the soul. But this is not gospel. In the Gospels, it is quite clear that soul and body are a unity, and one is raised with the other. Most importantly for my purposes for today, did you pay attention to what the resurrected Jesus looks like? He doesn't, he doesn't rise from the dead in shiny perfection without bruises or scars. Rather, when he appears to his friends, our Lord brings with him the wounds in his side, the holes in his hands and feet. Luke wants us to know that the Easter Jesus does not leave behind the suffering he has known, the pain and the violence he has experienced, no, he brings the marks of those things with him. They are part of him and part of this new life. As we think about the possibility of resurrection in our own lives, especially as we think about what new life might look like as we emerge from this pandemic, pandemic, 